On today's show, the Houston Rockets blow out the Los Angeles Lakers 128-90 to for the defense completely shutting down the Lakers offense and LeBron James. Jalen Green, unguardable. The Lakers had no answer for him in this game. A masterclass performance from him. And the Rockets are now above 500 for the first time in 1,005 days. We're going to break it all down for you coming up right here at Locked on Rockets. This is Mission Control Houston. Ignition sequence start. Throw it up to Jalen Green. Shingoon here in the short row. Oh my, that's the no look. Jabari for three and the win. Yeah! Look at Tarisen. Here comes Tarisen. No! T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. The Houston Rockets select Amen Thompson and Cam Whitmore. One thing I have never done is not made the playoffs, and so we want to take that step here as well. Six. Five, four, three, two, one. How sweet it is. The Houston Rockets are back to playing winning basketball. What's up and welcome to another edition of Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. As always, I'm your host, Jackson Gatlin, native Houstonian and credentialed media member. I'm also the host of Locked on NBA Mondays. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at JT Gatlin and the show, of course, at Locked on Rockets, free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts, including YouTube. Now, today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. And as always, Thank you so much for making Locked on Rockets part of your day every single day. Thank you for being an every day or whether it's on your way to work, on your lunch break, in the gym. Thank you for making Locked on Rockets part of your day every single day. A thousand and five days it has been since the Houston Rockets have been above 500 in the NBA standings. And they're there again. They're back to playing Winning basketball, blowing out LeBron James and the LA Lakers 128 to 94. Another in a string of impressive, dominant performances. This team is good, guys. This team is legitimately good. How good they are, TBD. But this team is good. There's not a, there is not a, oh, maybe they might be good. Uh, you know, they, we'll, we'll, we'll see how the season goes. Maybe they make the, this team is at a minimum play inbound and potentially more than that. They're sitting at the sixth seed right now. It's, it's early. They're four and three. But we're going to enjoy this while we can. And legitimately, the way that this team is winning games is what is inspiring all this confidence in me and why you, as Rockets fans, should be incredibly excited about this team moving forward because what they're doing is sustainable. It's not like they just had a hot shooting night and were unguardable, and that's why they, they're winning these games. They're winning with defense. That's the main takeaway here. And that's what we're going to talk about here first. But we also got to get into, I mean, Jalen Green was sensational in this game. Easily his best performance of the season. Alper and Shingun putting in work. Christian Wood cannot guard him at all, ever. Um, Good, you know, Rockets legend Christian Wood. Uh, Fred Van Vliet wheeling and dealing yet again. Ten assist game for him. Uh, off the bench, some key contributions from Jeff Green, uh, Jay Shantae, Tari Eason making his return to the Rockets lineup. So much to get into. But I want to start 
with the defense. And I also actually, you know, in addition to that, um, in honor of four wins in a row and now being above 500 for the first time in a thousand and five days, almost three years. Uh, I want your thoughts on this win, your thoughts on this team in four words or less. So it's it, it, because of the four wins in a row and because of Mr. Four himself, Jalen Green, who absolutely cooked the Lakers. So four words or less, tell me how you're feeling about this team in the YouTube comments. But the defense, guys, the defense. Oh my goodness, it's so good. Look, you look down the line. If, if you're just box score watching, you're going to say, eh, they were okay defensively you know D'Angelo Russell had 22 on 9 of 18 LeBron had 18 on 7 of 13 Rui Hachimura off the bench had 24 points on 10 of 14 so you kind of look at that big three and you're thinking well were they actually good on yes they were because they first off the degree of difficulty at which some of those guys were were scoring now I I will say D'Lo and Rui got some got some open looks but it's because the Rockets game plan was to load up on LeBron James and Austin Reeves as much as possible and they completely negated those two guys LeBron finished the game with only 13 shot attempts. And a big reason for that was because the Rockets were constantly loading up on him, forcing him to pass the ball out. Dylan Brooks was the primary defender and should get a ton of credit for how he guarded LeBron James in this game. But everybody deserves credit for slowing down LeBron in this game. Everybody from Jay Sean Tate, Tari Eason, Jabari Smith Jr., Al P. Whenever LeBron was driving, you know, in pick and roll scenarios and Al P was coming over to help. Fred Van Vliet digging from the perimeter, trying to, you know, forcing LeBron to pick up his dribble a couple times. It was a collective, complete team defensive effort to slow down the monster that is LeBron James. And he's still, again, he's still got 18 points. He's still got, you know, 7 of 13 shooting. But he didn't dominate the game. And the Rockets forced him to kick the ball out way more than he probably would have liked to. They forced him into some really tough misses. Um, It was a collective, really impressive team defensive performance from this Rockets team. And, um... I mean, across, and then even with Austin Reeves, I mean, they loaded up on Austin Reeves. They forced him into some really, really difficult shots in this game. Reeves finished with just seven points on two of nine shooting, missed all of his all of his three pointers, um, and had a couple turnovers to boot. LeBron had had three turnovers as well. At one point, the Rockets ran this like the the insane defensive trio of Dylan Brooks. Jay Sean Tate and Tari Eason, who made his return to the Houston Rockets lineup in big fashion in this game. And I have, I want to dub that lineup clamp city because that lineup felt like the Lakers could not score on that lineup whatsoever. The length, the size, the defensive instincts of that trio on the floor at the same time, we had imagined how good it was going to be. And then seeing it actually in practice was even better than advertised. The times, you know, Dylan would be checking LeBron and then LeBron would drive and suddenly you've got Jay Sean Tate helping from the wing or Tari Eason rotates over and his length meets LeBron at the rim and LeBron forces up a bad shot or you've got Jay, LeBron trying to post up Jay Sean Tate and then Fred Van Vliet's able to come over for a quick double team and LeBron has to pick up his dribble and pass the ball back out or settle for a, a contested shot. Massive amounts of credit to the Rockets defense for them sticking true to the game plan. 
Uh, and for them also just continuing to dominate the glass. After Ime Udoka called out this team for being a bad rebounding team, they have been dominant on the glass. They're up to, they're they're nearing top 10 territory as far as rebound percentage, and they dominated the glass in this one, 57 to 34. So completely matching and, you know, not even matching, exceeding. Being, they were they were the physical team. They were the aggressor in this game. This game felt like one of those ugly, slog it out, 90s-style battles early on. A lot of physicality on both sides. The refs were kind of letting them get away with a lot, actually, which was surprising given the fact that the Lakers had been complaining about the officiating. And then Ime Odoka even called it out pregame. He said, you know, the Lakers have been complaining about officiating, so let's see if that plays a part in tonight's matchup. Ime really is a straight shooter, man. He calls it how he sees it. Uh... And, you know, that that's kind of this Rockets team's identity, right, is they are a, de- a gritty, defensive, slow it down, muck it up team. They're bottom in the league in pace. They're the slowest team in the NBA, and it doesn't matter because they're winning with defense, and that is sustainable. That's something that can that can last you the entire season. Defense will never leave you. Shooting will come and go. You'll have hot shooting nights. You'll have nights where you're, you know, you can't throw a rock in the ocean. But as long as this team continues the defensive habits and building on those, which it's only going to get better now that you've got Tari Eason back in the lineup and you've got the clamp city rotation that you could throw out there with Dylan Tate and Tari sky's the limit for this team. It's, it's really, really exciting. I want to get into though, Jalen Green, your Locked on Rockets player of the game, his absurd offensive performance and how he was able to be so effective against the Lakers. We got to talk a little bit about Alper and Shingun bullying Christian Wood, Fred Van Vliet wheeling and dealing with his 10 assists. Jeff Green, Uncle Jeff, turning back the clock off the bench. Jay Shantate, his contribution, so much more. We're going to get to all of that in just one moment. First, today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're preparing for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us this week with eBay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week. And one of Josh's picks this week, none other than Houston Rockets defensive phenom Dylan Brooks. Because look, his Shooting is not going to stick, but Ime Udoka is pumping a lot of minutes into him. He's getting steals, and he's playing his role excellently. Couldn't agree more with Josh's assessment. Look, Dylan is not going to continue shooting above 50-60% from three all season long, but what he will do is play his role perfectly. He's going to hit the open shots that he gets, and he's going to dominate certain matchups. We see that Ime Udoka is not afraid to lean into him if he has a mismatch, like against Kevin Herter, or even situationally against Austin Reeves in this big-time win against the Lakers. Dylan Brooks can produce offensively, as well as racking up boards, steals, and even low-key some assists. His playmaking has been pretty nice so far. So Josh Lloyd from Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. eBay Motors has brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your car needs. eBay Motors has 
has that. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the very first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And continuing on here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. We got to get into your Locked on Rockets player of the game, Jalen Green. 28 points, 11 of 15 shooting, 5 of 6 from 3-point land, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, only 1 turnover, plus 24 in 21 minutes. 28 points in 21 minutes. Minutes. He could have had a 30 burger. The only thing that Jalen Green did poorly in this game was not hit his free throws. He was one of four at the charity stripe. The Rockets as a team, just 12 of 19, unfortunately. So it seems hopefully they're not slipping back into the bad free throw shooting, but everything else was so spectacular. I won't uh, dig in too much on the free throws needs to improve. They got to be better than that. But this was a sensational offensive performance from Jalen Green, really getting it done everywhere on the floor. And this was, Ime has talked about it a a few times now about Jalen Green not predetermining what he's going to do in a given game. And it really felt like he was just taking whatever the Lakers defense was giving him in this game. I mean, he was drilling catch and shoot threes. He had a couple pull-up threes. He was getting into the lane early on in the game and, but not all the way into the lane, right? Not doing his, you know, I'm going to go 90 miles an hour and get to the rim and not know what to do or throw up some whatever shot at the rim. He was getting into the lane. He had the turnaround on Austin Reeves. Um, He had the, the play where he got into the lane and had the little like kind of push shot floater from, you know, about, 12, 15 feet away. Uh, Overall, I mean, his performance was spectacular. He was efficient, and he has looked really, really good settling into this role. And, And the play of the game easily was the defensive play where he completely locked up Austin Reeves, had him on Rikers, and ripped the ball away from him, went in transition, and yammed it home. He looked exactly... Somebody posted it on Twitter. He looked exactly like the Dunkstronaut in in center court when he took off for that slam after ripping Austin Reeves and and going in transition the other way. And apparently, uh, Ime, with some like Jedi mind trick stuff, had a way to motivate uh, Jalen Green in this matchup by reminding... Jalen that he was on the USA select team and Austin Reeves was uh was on the uh the big team the main team if you will you know wanted to play a matchup against uh, a fellow USA guy and he was on select team Reeves was with the big team and so you know I reminded him about that he did mention that he said that after the dunk uh, the three-point in the dunk he was like yeah, he did say that. <laughs> I ain't been going to it, but yeah, it was, it was a little confidence boosting. But, um, you know, I get that from all my guys here, so I appreciate it from all. So Ime Udoka with some like Phil Jackson level, like Zen master, you know, let me let me gas you up a little bit and get you going for this matchup. And Jalen responded, man, like this is. This is coaching. It really is like like Ime found a way. He was like, hey, so, you know. Austin Reeves, he was on the USA team and, and they, they picked him over at you. Why don't you go out there and show them that they made a mistake? Uh, I just absolutely, I, I I am in love with this team, guys. Like, it's so, so much fun. 
And so not only did Jalen have that insane steal and then the the, the highlight real dunk, uh, later on he had a couple of insane, like, acrobatic layups just gliding through the lane, slicing through multiple defenders. And this is the way that Jalen can be incredibly effective offensively is he he you know he is settling into this role as an off-ball player and you're seeing it where he has now the confidence of he's catching the ball and if there's not a defender near him boom he's pulling for three anyway oh that boom another one <laughs> there we go that was sweet to see might, might as well mix in a little eric gordon while we're at it um because we retain exclusive rights to the soundboard the eric gordon soundboard bites but seeing the confidence with which he's playing and the decision making he he's not hesitating on these decisions in, in this game it felt like he understood and knew exactly how he was going to attack every time he got the basketball and a big part of it was you know no Anthony Davis out there right so the Lakers were you know a lot of times they were kind of turnstiles defensively on the perimeter and Jalen was able to blow by whoever was guarding him and they didn't exactly have a lot of rim protection so it was kind of just a free run at the rim for whoever was in the game, right? Al P got a lot of buckets around the rim. Jeff Green got buckets at the rim. Jay Sean Tate, Jalen. It was, it was easy, easy pickings for the Rockets at the rim in this game, but it still took proper decision-making uh, 60, 68 points in the paint. I had that in my notes. I wanted to mention that 68 points in the paint for the Rockets in this game with no, no Anthony Davis in the middle for the Lakers. Um, Still, seeing Jalen so under control, so sure of himself, and scoring in every single quarter. He didn't just have one or two big quarters and then disappear for stretches of this game. He opened the first quarter with eight points. He had 10 points in the second quarter, 10 points in the third quarter. Didn't score in the fourth because the entire fourth quarter was garbage time. Like, literally, this game, the Rockets forced the Lakers to wave the white flag. They gave up with a whole quarter left to go. That's how dominant of a win this was. That's how big of a blowout this was, is the Lakers were just like, we can't even get back into this. Like, at least the, the Kings were still trying in the fourth quarter. The, the Rockets gave the Lakers such a demoralizing L that they waved the white flag and gave up for one quarter of the entire game. That is impressive basketball. And Jalen Green was spearheading that effort. The, the 28 points, again, on 15 shots. Uh, incredible efficiency, and, and hopefully it continues to be something for him to build on. I was also really impressed by his rebounding. Seven rebounds for Jalen Green. Again, this goes back into the conversation where Ime challenged this team to be a better rebounding team, that they were bottom of the league in rebounding, and he challenged them, put them through the old-school rebounding drills, all that, and Jalen understood and, and accepted that assignment. Um, not a team-high nine rebounds. Tari had somehow nine rebounds in 14 minutes off the bench because that's what Tari does. Um, but second, tie, tied for second in team rebounds. So Alpi had seven. Jalen had seven. Uh, Boban had seven off the bench in his garbage time, garbage time play. Jeff Green had six. Like The team as a collective are rebounding at a very, very high level. And for Jalen, it works incredibly well because he can get the rebound and then just go. In transition, he spoke about that post game when I asked him about about the rebounding. He was like, "Yeah, it's been a point of emphasis from the coaching staff, all that." So, a great performance from Jalen Green uh, and and Tari Eason post game. As we were talking to Jalen, Tari rolls into the locker room and he goes from way far away. He goes, "Put that boy on the All Star ballot. Put that boy on the All Star ballot." <laughs> Jalen's just like, "Chill, chill." So. 
We'll see, man. Maybe this is the year Jalen Green takes the all-star leap. It's, you know, these last couple games have looked uh, incredibly promising, and hopefully he's able to consistently keep this production going. Uh, elsewhere for the Houston Rockets, offensively, Helper and Shingu <laughs> just completely dominating, uh, j- just absolutely dominating Christian Wood. Zero answer. Okay, Helper and Shingu. Um... I mean, because he's too easy. He's also he's too easy. He's so soft. Al, uh, Christian Wood can't can't guard Alper and Shingun. And Christian Wood didn't produce anything offensively either. He had zero points, one shot attempt, only four rebounds in 22 minutes of run. Uh, Christian Wood was an absolute non-factor in this game. So you know, about par for the course for what Rockets fans are expecting out of him. Uh, I mean. Great game from Alper and Shingun. At one point, he was like 6 of 6, 7 of 7 from the floor before he missed his very first shot. 19 points, 7 boards, 4 dimes, 8 of 10 shooting, 3 of 4 from the free throw line. Um, they took away, it, lo- it looked like he had hit a three-pointer, and then they took it away. I guess he had his foot on the line. Uh, but he had that, it looked like a three, he shot it and like got the friendly bounce because it went way up top and then dropped back into the bucket. And he also had that insane dime to Jalen in transition where he was pushing the pace in transition. And Jalen came like just galloping up on the right side of the court. And Al, I don't know how Alpi, I think Alpi knew that he had Jalen in the wings the whole way up or heard him coming or what. Because Alpi was driving down the middle and then just at the very last second dumped the pass off to Jalen who was able to finish at the rim. A really impressive showing from Alper and Shingun in this game. And Fred Van Vliet, despite the shooting woes, two of nine shooting, one of six from deep, had 10 assists, had four rebounds, only one turnover, continues to facilitate at an incredibly high level, making sure to get guys involved. And the pocket passes, oh my goodness, the pocket passes, guys. Having a point guard who understands how to run the pick and roll and how to hit guys with these little passes. He was hitting Jay Sean Tate on the roll. He had a couple back-to-back dimes to Jeff Green uh, just before halftime where Jeff's rolling hard to the rim and Fred just hesitates for a split second and then boom, direct line drive pass right to Jeff Green for him to finish for an easy two at the rim. Uh, some really impressive playmaking from Fred Van Vliet in this game. The Rockets as a team sharing the basketball really well, moving the basketball around the perimeter, finding good shots. Uh, I mean, every single night they've got, you know, any one of their starters could go off on any given night. Um, and in this game, Jalen Green and Alper and Shingu did the heavy lifting. Dylan Brooks, you know, not a non-factor offensively, hit a three, you know, had a, you know, had an assist, but largely Dylan Brooks's contributions were defensively in this game. Jabari hit some shots, Fred hit, you know, a couple shots and then was facilitating, but the guys doing the heavy lifting offensively were Jalen and Al P, but it can vary game to game, but the Rockets have guys, everybody in their starting lineup can step up to the plate and have a big game. And that's what the well-balanced kind of equal opportunity offense has done for this group is on any given night, one or two guys might have it or they might not. And Ime is going to lean into the guys that do have it. And in this game, it was very clearly Jalen Green and Alperin Shingun. So coming up, want to get into some final thoughts from this one. Tari Eason and his return to the Houston Rockets lineup. His debut, his uh, first game of the season. Jayshon Tate's production off the bench. Jeff Green turning back the clock in this game and so much more. We're going to get there in just one moment. First, today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Look, we spend a lot of time talking together, 
you and I. We get fired up after wins and losses, who's starting, who's sitting, all of these discussions surrounding the team. And I appreciate and I'm thankful for that connection. And today we're, we're going to get a little bit more personal here because we just learned that you can get a one-year supply of ED medications through Jace Medical. You realize what that means? That means you can bring on that extended travel trip, the next natural disaster or supply chain issue, and you're covered. You don't have to worry about disruptions to your refills of your prescriptions, whether it's Cialis, Viagra, or anything else that you're on. And this is possible because of our friends over at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply of your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace Medical. I'm thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half to have it in stock. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily med- medicine, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code Locked On for $20 off of your purchase. And final segment here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. Final thoughts from the Rockets, 128-94 bludgeoning of the L.A. Lakers. Uh, Let's go Tari Eason here, who made his return to the Houston Rockets lineup and uh, did so in... True Tari fashion because he played just 14 minutes. So Ime talked about him getting about 15 minutes of run in this game. And uh, Tari had nine points and nine rebounds and two assists and a block in 14 minutes of run. If that's not the most Tari Eason stat line that I've ever seen in my life, damn near cracking a double-double in his first game back. His very first bucket of the season was a corner three-pointer. Looked like he hadn't missed any time. Now, I, I well, I will say, I'll... I'll I'll push back a little bit. Uh, even Ime mentioned post game that it looked like Tari was a little thirsty offensively, uh, which is you know expected given the fact that he's you know is his first game back and he wants to you know get out there and start getting involved and all that. So um, you know a, a little thirsty on offense, but otherwise you know some fantastic defense being played again. Part of the Clamp City trio out there, some elite rebounding being provided. The length was sorely missed. Tari is easily one of the Rockets' biggest, longest players on the team, so having him back out there gave the Rockets some much-needed size in this matchup. And it's just great to have him back out there on the court and watching him kind of blend in with the rest of this group and and seeing what Ime is going to be able to achieve with him, specifically certain defensive lineups. Again, the Clamp City trio of Dylan, Tate, and Tari is going to give teams so many headaches this season. Uh, it's such a travesty that they weren't able to have Tari around for those first few games because I feel like he would have been an absolute difference maker in the Spurs game for sure, definitely against the Warriors. Uh, you know, this Rockets team could very easily be, you know, five and two or hell, even six and one at this point because of, you know, the fact that they were very much in those first couple games against the Spurs, against the Warriors. And those games could have really gone either way, honestly. But they're four and three right now, and they are building towards something very special here. Uh, Jeff Green off the Rockets bench, turning the clock back. I know I mentioned a couple of the buckets that he had off the dimes from Fred Van Vliet, but Jeff Green was seriously such a good pickup for this Rockets team, such a good pivot this offseason. And uh, at one point, I mean, he he turned back the clock at one point in this game and went up like, you know, for a poster slam and got fouled, went to the free throw line instead. But 
you know, uh, we might have to rescind the Uncle Jeff nickname because he's still got a lot left in the tank. And, and having him be a contributor for this team is so beneficial. He's like having another coach on the floor. He's constantly talking to Jalen, Jabari, you know, the young guys trying to make sure they understand what's going on, what adjustments they need to make, all that stuff. And kind of an extension of that, you know, this Rockets team, even though they they did a fantastic job defensively in this game, really limiting LeBron, really shutting down Austin Reeves, Christian Wood, kind of the main uh, assignments, if you will, and making sure that those guys didn't get going. Uh, they had plenty of blown coverages, some miscommunications, some defense possessions, and it was Really impressive to still see, you know, despite the fact that they were leading by 20 or 30 for a majority of this game, you still saw Dylan getting upset, you know, with like Alper and Shingoon or Fred Van Vliet, like, you know, yelling at guys like, come on, get together. We need to be better. There's still an expectation of excellence from the moment the game starts until the final buzzer sounds, right? They, they're not taking any plays off. They're trying to be locked in every single moment, every single possession, all throughout a game. That way they can sustain these leads because you saw them build up a massive lead against the Hornets. You saw them build up a big lead against the Kings. And then both of those teams were able to kind of fight their way back into those games. And then they were able to actually sustain the lead against the Kings in the second game. And then they were able to hold and sustain this lead against the Lakers, jumped out to that early 32 to 19 start in the first quarter, and then really didn't look back after that. So being able to build a big lead is one thing. Being able to hold and maintain a big lead is another thing. That's what good teams do. Good teams build that big lead and then they hold on to it, and they keep it there, and they force garbage time on the opposing team, which is exactly what the Rockets did in this one. And a big part of that was Jay Sean Tate, who's playing some of the best basketball of his career. He had 14 points in this game, 12 of which came well before garbage time. He had one bucket in garbage time, but 14 points on 6 of 10 shooting with 2 of 6 from the three-point line. Only one rebound, one assist, and one block in this game. Although, the oh my God, the one block that he had was absurd. The challenge, so Ime Odoka had to challenge it. But the way that Jay Sean Tate was able to defend a two-on-one fast break, basically. LeBron James, Rui Hachimura, both barreling down the lane. And Jay Sean Tate is there 2v1. And he forced LeBron into the pass on Rui. And then was able to rotate over in time to block Rui's shot. And in real time, it looked like he just fouled Rui. And then on the replay, it was clearly all basketball. So then Ime Odoka institutes the challenge, successful challenge. Jay Shantae gets rewarded with the block. Rockets win the jump ball. Fantastic defensive possession. But the hustle and the effort to not just concede an easy bucket in transition. And even if it hadn't, even if the call hadn't been overturned to make Rui Hachimura go to the free throw line and earn those two shots, those two points, instead of just giving up a wide open dunk or layup in transition, that is defensive integrity. That is hustle. That is heart. That is exactly what this team is trying to embody from a defensive perspective. So shout out to JT for that moment. Uh, it was just a really, really solid defensive play. Loved what we saw to him. Back to Dylan Brooks for a split second here in this game. You know, all the antics aside, you know, Dylan really has just settled into his role on this team as a supporting cast member. And that's not to say that he's not going to still have his Dylan, his Dylan-esque moments, his villain moments. Uh, like, for example, you know, every game he does his pregame ritual where he just stares daggers at the opposing bench, you know, at the opposing team, just standing there just... 
for the entire, you know, for a, for a chunk of the pregame routine. And then uh, not only that, there was a point where there was a dead ball where LeBron was just standing, standing on the court, arms at his hips, or arms on, or, you know, hands on his hips, I should say. And Dylan was just copying the pose, just right there, standing in front of LeBron James, trying to get inside his head, doing whatever. It was a hilarious little clip. And so, get you know, credit to Dylan, takes the toughest assignment every single night, and he's up for the task. He's built for it, man. And he did a great job as the primary on LeBron James, but some fantastic help from everybody else on the roster in this one. The Rockets are... They're legit, man. And you go look at the the numbers and it supports it. After this after this game, now the Rockets are 4 and 3, so again, first time being above 500 in 1005 days. Uh we look at the advanced numbers, they are 10th in the NBA in offensive rating. They are 9th in the NBA in defensive rating, so top 10 in defense and offense in the early part of this season. They are 5th in the NBA in net rating. The only teams ahead of them Boston Celtics, number one, 76ers, number two, the Nuggets, number three. And one of these teams is not like the others, but the Minnesota Timberwolves at number four in net rating to start this NBA season. The Rockets are fifth, and there is a pretty substantial drop-off. So all those other teams have a double-digit net rating. Um, The lowest one on that list, the Timberwolves at fourth, have a 10.0 net rating. Rockets are are behind them with a pretty... Pretty big drop-off at a 5.9 net rating. So those four teams have been pretty elite through their games. And the Rockets are there, though. They're competent, and it's looked really good. And they had that clunker in Orlando. So that that's going to kind of skew the numbers a little bit. But it matches the eye test. This team is good. How good? TBD. But this team is good. I think 35 wins might be underselling this team, which was what my prediction was coming into this season, but we'll see where this team goes An absolutely exciting win and something that they're going to continue to build on their next game against the Pelicans Friday night is going to be a ton of fun. Uh, but with that, that's going to do it for today's episode. I again, want your thoughts four words or less in the YouTube comments, four words or less in honor of the four game win streak, as well as, Uh, Number four, absolutely cooking the Los Angeles Lakers. So let me know in the YouTube comments how you're feeling. But as always, thank you so much for checking out the show. If you haven't done so yet, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts or on YouTube. Just search Locked on Rockets, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. But thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. And we look forward to having you back right here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. 